0: Calling all Caribbean authors. Calling all Caribbean authors. Here is your opportunity to convert your hard copy books into audio. Blue Flames Audio. Yes, man. You can email them at bpaudiobooks at gmail.com. Blue Flames Audio. Hey, what up, Bob? Don't move. I can get hearing things now. Taking over the islands of St. Martin, Anguilla, Sabah, and beyond. This is Entertainment Trail Spotlight on SOS Radio ninety-five point nine on your FM. Entertainment
1: Trail, the home where culture comes alive. Yeah. You are my fire, the one desire. Believe, when I say
2: I want it, that. Way. Good afternoon, good afternoon, one and all. Welcome to another episode of the Entertainment Chase Spotlight. This week I have a splendid and amazing show lineup for you guys. Uh, We're going to do things a bit different this week. Uh, We're going to play some pop music, people. I tell you, some real nice pop music, like some Backstreet Boys, some InSync, some Britney Spears. Yeah, people, and also I'll be dipping into the archive. And I I've found a wonderful interview that I could share with you guys. Um, I did this interview back in 2016, I think, uh, with um, British pop star Keisha White. Yes, Keisha White, you heard me right. Yes, that's Keisha White. She did the song called Weakness in Me, and she did that. Uh, um, I think she released her first album when she was like 16 or 17 with um, Columbia Records. And she'll be telling us all about her journey from high school and how she got that record, uh, record deal and why she had to leave from um, um, Columbia Records and why you guys haven't heard from her in a long while. Is um, it so? that is what the show will be about today and right now you're listening to backstreet boys in the back i want it that way people so we're gonna kick the show off with this song and i tell you, this this group is actually my favorite group people and i remember purchasing their black and blue album thing back in 2001 Uh, i don't remember what the music store name Uh, it was on front street though upstairs it's a store upstairs on Front Street, I don't remember what <laughs> it is It's such a long time ago, I don't remember the of the store Yes, so um, that album Black and Blue, I really enjoyed that album as well So we're gonna get into, get into some music and we'll be right back with the interview So there's some Backstreet Boys and some other pop group like NSYNC, Britney Spear, um, New Kids on the Block, Destiny's Child Yannis And some boys to men, the, the world works, those groups that rock the place in the 90s and, and early 2000s so let's go to backstreet boy I like it that's why
0: you're listening to the entertainment tree Saturday radio with the culture of different you are
1: my fire the one desire I My fire, the one desire you are
3: You are now in tune to the Entertainment Trail Spotlight.
1: Spotlight.
2: People, first you heard, I want it that way, the shape of my heart, I tell the people, Backstreet Boys, those guys, they're wonderful, they're wonderful, and I think they're still together, they're still doing some album, but they're not reaching out as they used to be used to back then. So coming up next, we have a next song, Don't Want You Back, by the group Backstreet Boys, just the same, and then we're going for the break. And after the break, we'll be having, we'll get into that interview with the British pop star, Keisha White People. Just just forgive me, I'm uh, a bit stuffy today, but nevertheless, I'm still here to bring it to you. I love this thing, I love it, I love radio, and I love making people feel good about themselves, make people feel happy, inspiring people. So guess what people, this song, enjoy, just smile, sing along with it if you know it. Box sheet boys, don't want you back. Um, we're going for the break after this song. we'll be right back. So, yep.
1: That's all I can say. Just let us in this story about to you And I don't want You back, that's all
0: Caribbean authors, here is your opportunity to convert your hard copy books into audio. Blue Flames Audio. Yes, man, you can email them at bpaudiobooks at gmail.com. Blue Flames Audio.
2: Welcome to another episode of Entertainment Trail, and I must say, I'm really happy to be interviewing someone of this caliber on our program, Keisha White is here with us. Good, good day Keisha White, how are you? Welcome to the Entertainment Trail. Hey, I'm just
4: thank you, thanks for having
2: me. Yeah man, thanks, thanks for for being with us as well, yeah man. Um, Yeah, I know a
4: bit of a time difference, but. Yeah, it's
2: morning right over there yeah it's morning now yeah nice. Amen. man so you started your, your career from a tender age you're a teenager i know that you you did an audition at the age of 15 or 16 and you were assigned right. to a record label before we get there what was life like for you going through school before um, that big break
4: um, I went to a girls' school. Um, I'm born and raised in North London. Um, I decided to kind of go to a school outside of my area.
1: Yes. Um,
4: so um, you know, my family kind of thinking that a girls' school would be good for me, just so I could concentrate. Um, prior to that, I was in a mixed school, so it was interesting, as you know, as you can imagine, being amongst girls 24/7 is not. It's not easy. Exactly. But, um, <laughs> yeah um mm-hmm. I mean I, I was a very um, hands-on uh, uh, student um, slightly distracted at times only because you know the, 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 the company that I kept wasn't necessarily always good but nevertheless uh, there was a few subjects I really enjoyed which was music being yeah, number one drama um, arts um, and a little bit of science oh, okay. uh, hated maths <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> A lot of us eat much.
4: I don't be trying to find any numbers over here. But um, mm. and then pretty much um after uh, I'd finished um secondary school. I uh, went to Enfield College, which was uh, local to to where my school was. And um, it was a natural progression, really, to go there. And um, I did, uh, well, I was going to study for my A-levels. But as you already know, um, I got signed at 16. So what happened was, um, as I enrolled into college, um, my management at the time put a proposal to me and said I would have to decide whether I was gonna continue on with my academics or if I was gonna you know take the music route um, and I decided music was what I loved music was what I, what I wanted to do and I, I didn't know if this opportunity would come around again yes. so um, I decided to go ahead and fulfill, you know my dreams and and, and do music um, things happen very fast um, pretty much i got signed to a major within a year of um working with my management company and then it was yeah it was pretty much go from then but i i i kind of missed out a little bit on university and and that was a whole big gap for me that i sometimes sit down and think what would it have been like um and you know my my parents always wanted me to have something to fall back on um, but that was a risk, at the, you know, that I knew that if I'd gone f- through with my music, there was a chance that if it doesn't work out, I'm going to have to start from scratch, you know. Yes, um, yes. But, you know, luckily it, it did turn out to be good and yeah, my music career pretty much started from then on, really.
2: Okay, cool, cool, great, great. So, um, as I mentioned, your parents at that time, did they, um, they were not agreeing at, at first for you to go to the music, right? in terms um, of was, making was, that decision so early to drop school yeah, and to go yeah, in music full time yeah yeah
4: yeah, they were just they were just I wouldn't say that they were for it but at the same time they had their concerns because you know I was still young mm-hmm. and I, you know the music industry is it's one of the toughest businesses which I've come to learn over the years that is so but true. I just think <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just think um, their little girl I guess they felt maybe slightly they might have been losing their little girl and you know um the security and the you know uh, in school and you know when when you're when you're doing your academics it's more secure for you you know so i guess they were just a bit apprehensive on how you know i was going to be would i change you know it was a whole bunch of things but you know we i i I, i'm very happy with the decisions i've made and i'm happy that i did choose that
1: first.
2: Okay. Well, I was say, congrats on your achievement thus far. Thank hey, you very and much. Thank you. So, while, while going to to school, right? Um, did you do like performance at school?
4: Yeah, I did performance arts. I also joined um a, a Westminster Arts uh, Theatre group, which everything was always based outside of my area because uh, growing up in uh, Tottenham, I mean, some would say it was a rough area. For me that's what i knew so i didn't see it as anything but i tended to go outside um when i was doing uh, you know performances or working with other organizations there wasn't that much going on in, in my local area um so yeah that, that was cool that was pretty cool
2: at the time okay all right cool cool so at 16 um you did an audition could you take us through that audition that got assigned to a uh, warner brothers music
4: yeah, yeah, basically, um, I was, you know, as you know, I've got a big voice and Aretha Franklin was one of the artists I really love and um, me and my manager wanted to, to, to showcase my vo- my vocal skills, so um, we did an acoustic set where, I mean, you've got to understand, I'm 16 at the time yes. and I get told there's a few people coming to, to hear me sing. Um, And then I get kind of thrown into a situation where there's like 40 people in a room. Wow. Um, I imagine the whole floor, the Warner department. I I didn't realize that it was going to be at this scale. But nevertheless, um, I I went ahead and I sang four covers for Marifa. And, um, you know, (laughs) they were blown away. I was very nervous. I'm not going to lie. I think it was just the whole unexpected I, I wasn't expecting that i honestly thought it was going to be maybe two to three you know like two like to three people in the room. yeah room. <laughs> yeah. So, um yeah walking into that situation was i would say one of the most scariest times of my life um and you know my manager was like you know you've got to deliver like this is you know this is the break for you so yeah <laughs> It, it was it was a, it was um, something that stuck with me till today. But um, they loved my voice. They all applauded me. They loved my voice. Um, and then after I'd done my set, I'd, I'd left the room, and my manager gave me a thumbs up. And then um, I, uh, the next day, Warner said that they wanted to sign me. Um, I had a, a couple of other meetings with various other labels. Mm-hmm. Um, but i didn't get that welcoming when i mean yeah I, my spirit didn't so much that I'd take to them i don't know i don't know i think it was just a thing where warner's was interested so they were interested um okay. but warner's kind of got my vision and 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 yeah it pretty much went went full speed after that that really
2: okay so at that time who was the person you were working with in terms of your management team
4: um it was a guy called brian harris um i would say he developed me and a a lady called Gemma crow and um they hadn't worked with uh any artists that you would know prior to my signing um with them but they uh you know they they spent a lot of time in um me in regards to songwriting and you know pushing me vocally
2: Okay, alright, cool, cool. So moving on to your your, your first album, you no, know, um, how how was that experience like? My first, how was the experience with uh, Wanna Brother in going through recording songs for your first album that they sent sent out? Uh, I guess I hear later. Hmm, seventeen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
4: the seventeen album was one of my favorite albums to be honest. Uh, I. I I pretty much worked with a lot of big uh, producers. Scott Storch at the time, who yeah. was uh, working on Beyoncé's album, and he had just had that single. Uh, she'd sorry, she just had that single, "Me, Myself, and I." Yeah. And uh, he was working on Janet Jackson's album, so I flew out to Miami, and he was one of the first guys that I uh, encountered with. Um, and it was just, it was, a, it was interesting. Um, you have to understand, coming from where i was coming from and, and being thrown in all you know, these splits and like, i mean his house was massive i remember being like wow this is what i see on telly this is cribs
2: yeah, it's, so, it's uh, like like a fairy was, tale dream coming through
4: yeah like i was like this is the life
2: <laughs> <laughs> i really
4: thought i'd made it from there really mm-hmm. but um of course it, not everything that glitters what is it that shines is, is gone goal, so yes. i was like um yeah, I was there and um, we worked together on some stuff and I worked with Donny, who's a UK, another um, UK producer she yes. did, I think, stuff with like Omar and stuff. So I worked with so many different producers to the point that um, the, we had more songs than what was needed for the album, wow. which is usually what happens anyway. Yeah, yes, so yes. we had to kind of, you know, some of them down and, and select which one was so great. And um, the label then released the album but didn't do any promotion for it. Whoa. So I was slightly a bit alarmed and um, I didn't understand why they put an album out and, and nobody,
0: you knew, know, was knew. hearing it
4: or even knew about it. Oh and, and I only found out when it was out as well. So that's so when in, I started in. to think, hmm, something's not. <laughs> Something is wrong. Yeah, something's kind of going on here. But nevertheless, I was a good, obedient artist. And when I say obedient, meaning because you're young, you pretty much say yes to everything. So that's what I was doing. So they told me the album, you know, um, is released, um, but they want to do another album. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) we've spent like a whole year doing this album. So are we not gonna like pursue this? Um, and they said, oh no, you know, we want to we change the direction slightly. And I think from that point on, everything pretty much changed for me. Um,
2: okay, so that, at that time, you were not, in terms of the, 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 the business of the music industry, you were not, um, I guess you could say, educated enough about the industry, so they take advantage of that then. Pretty much.
4: I mean, yeah, you know, except... I think this is what my maybe my, my mother and father was kind of a bit, you know, skeptical of yes. um, the fact that I I didn't know the music business and they vaguely knew it. But at the same time, you have to leave a level of trust to the, the management yes. team. You can't be a domineering parent, you know, because that can also stunt your growth as well. That's so it's fu- it was finding the right balance. So i think what happened was i slowly slowly started to work out things for myself mm-hmm. and realized this there's, there's a few things that that's just not sitting right with me number one an album gets released and nobody knows of it so why is that now they're telling me we're going to change and out change it and do another album but they've spent a lot of money i don't understand you know
1: yeah. um
4: and obviously i would ask my managers uh you know, questions, and it was always kind of brushed over. Like, oh, don't worry, it's fine. You know, we're doing this, and yeah, you just kind of get caught up in everything. And I was like, all right, you know, let's do it. Okay, see,
1: see, so see. That
4: on to yeah, the, the 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 album that I guess everybody knows me for.
2: Yes, is that the, that's the second album, right?
4: Correct. Out of my hands.
2: Oh yeah, out of my hands, and the H single came off that one. I'm sorry. No, I'm saying that from from that album, um, the hit single that everyone everyone knows you for yeah, was released it. from that album, right? Rick, yeah, the weakness in me. Yeah, the weakness in me. Yeah. Um,
4: who, But it was actually, to be fair, it was actually on the 17 album as well, um, which a lot of people maybe though I mean, if I've got some diehard Keisha fans, they will know. Okay,
2: okay. So actually, on the 17 <laughs> as well. Okay. So um, that song, um, did you wrote that song?
4: Now here we go, <laughs> the drum roll. Oh, okay. The cool. song mm. is not written by myself. It was a cover by another British artist by the name of Joan Armatrading. Mm. So, um, when the song got picked to me at the time, I didn't know much about Joan, mm. um, and I heard her version. And um, I'm being pretty much honest with you, it didn't grab me right away, <laughs> and. Um, they said to me, Keisha, you can sing this song. You can really make this song your own.
1: Yes. And
4: I said, oh, let's try, we'll see. Um, and I went in the studio and um Donnie started playing certain chords on the keys, and because I play keys a little bit myself, so okay, he started cool. to kind of almost change the composition of it. And then I started singing and I was like, Wow, this, this,
2: actually, <laughs> oh, so this is actually oh this is sounding good. It's a magical... So
4: um <laughs> Yeah, so um went in and I, and I, I, I vocaled it, and um, I thought I did a great job. And then um, I got a phone call the next day to say that the label said that I need to go in and re-vocal it. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? And then um, I said to my manager, I was like, what's wrong with it? They said, we don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
4: so obviously sometimes, you know, us artists, we've got egos, right? So
1: yeah.
4: <laughs> we think we're right all the time. But I was like, man. So I listened back to it a couple of times and I thought, actually, you know what? They're right. I could nail it a bit. You know, I could deliver it maybe a bit better.
1: Yeah. And
4: then I went in the second time and I nailed it. And they were absolutely like, they were like, this is it. Now, this is the record. This is- and, you know, I have to give my, my props to them because, you know, 10 years on, it still gets played and it still gets loved. So, yeah, that's, that's you know, true. they were right in that
2: sense. You are listening to The Entertainment Trail and we are speaking with Keisha White. We're going for a break. We'll be right back.
0: Calling all Caribbean authors. Calling all Caribbean authors. Here is your opportunity to convert your hard copy books into audio. Blue Flames Audio. Yes, man. You can email them at bpaudiobooks at gmail.com. Blue Flames Audio. Here's an advertising opportunity you don't want to miss. Ads for the Entertainment Trail Spotlight Show. Yaman, yeah, you can contact us on WhatsApp at one eight seven six four eight nine seventeen fifty three, 1753 or email us at entertainmenttrail at gmail.com. The Entertainment Trail Spotlight with Chavane Daly. You can contact us on Facebook. At Entertainment Trail, Instagram at Entertainment Trail, and our email address entertainment trail at gmail.com, and entertainment trail at gmail.com. Our website will be available soon.
3: You are now in tune to the Entertainment Trail
1: Spotlight. No sunshine at all since you last, big girl I can't eat, nor
0: sleep Hello, Hello, this is Sweeney Sweeney Love And you're listening listening to the biggest and the the baddest entertainment entertainment show With with Chavain Don't you touch touch that that.
2: dog Welcome back to the Entertainment Show Programme and we have been speaking with Keisha White, UK Pop and R&B star. Yeah, this is an entertainment tree programme. a new start on the tree after. Going back in our interview. Wow oh, wow. And from then things. Um how what, what was the relationship after that second album? Because I don't it didn't it didn't do our next album with them.
4: Okay, so now I'm gonna give you the insight to basically what happened. Yeah, yeah. So I um, recorded uh, the album and I worked with a producer called Robin Miller who, who did a lot of Sade's or uh, quite a few of Sade's early hits. Um, and. Um, i was fighting to get some of the songs on my first album on it not just that track yes and i managed to get like brother on there and another one but i, I really wanted because I, I still couldn't get my head around why was 17 wasn't getting no love, you know
2: okay wait, so yes. um
4: yeah i just they they didn't they never explained that to me um so we change now um whole out of my hands album came about because the department changed and a new A&R comes on board and this is you know given the, this is the truth about the music game yes. as changes happens in the label it also affects artists and it's a horrible situation to be in so for instance if you're assigned to a major and for for some reason you know a, an A&R gets fired or this person comes on board, you know, it, it, it affects your potential releases even the, the direction of your project.
2: Oh, so it's like a domino so, effect.
4: Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically what happened was I had a dom- that a domino effect and a new A&R came on board and he said to me, we don't, we don't want to go down this urban lane with Keisha, we want to make her into a UK Whitney. So, you know, we're going to keep songs along the line of The Weakness of Me and Big Ballads and that's her lane. Okay. And I was slightly a little bit like, okay, great. I do love singing the big ballads, but, you know, I'm still like, you know, 20, 19. Like, <laughs> I really want to still do my urban stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. But that kind of got shadowed and um, I, I had to kind of comply and, and, and do what they, they asked. So I did the Out of My Hands album. And then um, we released "Weakness and Me," which did really well. Top 20 went in. And then um, we were scheduled to do the the next single, which was called "Out of My Hands," which um, was one of my favorite records. And then um, they never had. No, that's it. Sorry, they released um, "I Choose Life," and I did a video for that. I don't, I don't know if um, you ever saw it, but I did a video for it, and it mm. looked beautiful. And then when it came to release date, they didn't have it available.
2: Oh my God. And
4: Exactly. I didn't, I never, Till this day, I never got the answers, but it wasn't out. It wasn't available for the public to buy. So you have to understand after five years being with them and it's like, you know, your, your biggest break, your set up, Weakness and Me is doing well. Um, you have your follow-up record and it's like nobody made sure that my, my music was going to be available to buy. And in the UK, you only have a week to chart. So it's all dependent on that week.
2: And that week, yeah. So,
4: what happens is you I, I went in at 79 Wow. so exactly how do you go from pretty much 17 to 79 and it shattered me it really shattered me and I was like I need answers nobody's giving me no answers and everybody's blaming everybody but you know I worked really hard I did so many tours I did you know I, I put my life into this mm-hmm. and it just felt I just felt at the time that they kinda of done me wrong. And the fact that no one could tell me why my music wasn't available. Yeah. And and I, I I thought it's time for me to kind of keep it moving. So what happened was I never ever got dropped. I walked from Warner Music. And I walked because I wasn't happy with my management. I wasn't happy that, you know, they had spent so long, you know, developing me, working on me, investing in me and the team i don't know they obviously weren't the, the right team for me it just it wasn't working out nevertheless they did everything that i could ask for in terms of producers and stuff like that yeah but questions needed to be asked this was my career at stake and i had you know the media kind of be starting to, to to spread things like you know the labels doing her wrong this and that you know and it was a lot of pressure and i had so many people in my ears and i almost felt like this is what i had to do um I did it and i and i don't regret it i just now have i've experienced so much good and bad but i don't think if i'd stayed with warners i would have this experience and knowledge that i have now so i kind of weigh it up i would have had more albums out you would have heard more Keisha white music but at the same time i felt at that time in my life I wanted to be true to myself and i wanted to start doing the music that i already want to do and i, I needed the team to, to to share that same vision with me and, and at the time i don't blame warners at all and i would always go back to them actually it was just the infrastructure in the in the label it was just that the team that i was working with or who was working with on my project
2: okay okay so is as a result of i guess miscommunication and, and bad management why you yeah, yeah, it was never the career. label. Yeah, okay. never.
4: Yeah, it was never the label. Okay, um, okay. So that's what happened, pretty much.
2: Okay, cool, cool. So after after one, I know. Um, where 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 at, now, with, with your career since um one. Okay,
4: music. So, <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I'm able to tour and do some beautiful things and and go visit some beautiful places and perform my hit record, which was weakness to me. Mm-hmm. Um, today I am working actually uh, with Glen Devon Records who are based in the UK um, and uh, a producer named Smooth Face is who I'm currently working with, who is an amazing producer. And I am working on a very, uh, I mean, it it varies my sound right now. I have my my, soul for, you know, beautiful ballads that I'm still doing. But I also, being of Jamaican descent, love the whole dancehall, reggae, that whole vibe as well. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, sounding, good, sounding good Sounding <laughs> <laughs> good Yeah man So I've um, I've got an EPK Coming out um, And a single Which is about to drop In summer um, And it's called Crazy Love Story And I'm hoping You've heard it I'm Slowly uh, building um, Over here And um, we're scheduled To do like My music video In March And uh drop uh, see, uh, The album Is uh, halfway there As well Sorry So my album will be definitely dropping um, next year But I, I would have to have another uh, interview with you in regards to the, the whole gap and what
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: I, I'm, I can guarantee you when you hear the new album It will pretty much speak about all what I have been through um, The ups and the downs and basically where I am now
2: Okay cool cool, so the, the, the new single that you are promoting right now is um, What's the title again please? Crazy love story. Crazy love story, and and that's uh, well. i will listen to it. It's a kind of R&B, dance, or pop type of sound. It's kind right, of up yeah. tempo type more. And I, I, I li- actually actually I like the song still. So I think it will do pretty well mm-hmm. on the market. If once good promotion and marketing go into it, it will do well.
4: Of course. I mean, right now i um, the UK um, DJs and stuff. have been playing it, um, and I've had a lot of good feedback from it. And if I have to be honest, this time around, I, I want to enjoy what I'm doing. I don't want it to look like it's a it's a job, because music for me shouldn't be that about that. That's true, I love
1: that's
4: I love what I do, and if I make money from it, it's a plus. You know, but essentially. Um, from the heart, this is why I do it, you know. And songs like Crazy Love Story, I'm, I know it's slightly a bit left to feel from, say, weeks to me, but I can only reassure my fans that they are going to get a taste of that in, in my album as well. So just kind of, you know, be open to the whole new Keisha uh, campaign. Um, a lot. Oh, another thing I noticed is that when I did, even when I came out to Jamaica, nobody could actually put a face to who I was. Um, but they knew my song, and sometimes they
1: would
4: mistake with me with Tisha
2: Cole, Tisha, yes. Tisha Cole? Yeah, yeah a lot of people. Yeah. I realized that a lot of do that for sure. you.
4: Yeah. So, you know, this time around that once they see the video and they see everything, I don't think they're gonna <laughs>
1: make that mistake, mistake in yeah.
2: The yeah. And I can assure you that entertainment trail we do is do, will, will, will do our part in promoting, your, you. promoting your music and. Making Keisha Keisha White I'm um, known all over the world. Uh, thank you man, I
4: appreciate all the support and love. And when I am in uh, Jamaica I definitely will stop by and show my love
2: as well. Oh that's sure, sure. Welcome you're welcome anytime, man. So before before we leave though, um in terms of your achievements over the years, I know you've been nominated for a mobile award before mm-hmm. and so forth. Could you just take us quickly through some of your achievements, um personal achievements you think uh, highlighted your career over the years?
4: Okay, well, I'd say, well, starting from the beginning, I would say, you know, singing the theme tune for one of the biggest programs in the UK, which is called Tracy Beaker, um, <coughs> built a massive fan base for me. But uh, uh, yeah, and then going on, obviously, to be nominated for uh, a MOBO award um, was brilliant. Um, going to Ghana and winning an award, the MTN award, uh, was, was really nice. Um... Also, you know, going gold with my album was an achievement. Um, and what else today?
0: That's the, that's the second
2: album, right?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, out of my hands. And God you put me on the spot here. I'm sure there's a lot more. Um, <laughs> Yeah, also see so, you know, I'm um, doing the soundtrack for Catwoman, which was a, a movie uh, that Halle Berry starred in. Yes. So I, I did the feed tune for that. And it was also being nice being requested by Alicia Keys. Um she pretty much selected me out of all the vocalists, so that was pretty cool. And I think another achievement for me is still going. I know that might sound crazy but just still having the will and the fight to keep going. I think that's been one of my, my biggest achievements because in this industry, it's not easy. And you know, I do not want to be titled as the one hit wonder, because yes. that's not me at all. So I know that, you know, in the future, I will reach the platform that I'm supposed to be on. Um, but for now I give myself props for so keeping keep at it, you know, keeping at it. All
2: right, cool, cool. Alright, so before you leave, we'd just like you to do, uh, uh, sing something for for, the, for our listeners and our entertainment trail fans out there and tell us how we can contact you if persons want to contact Keisha White online and talk with you and follow you and like your fans basically, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so you want
4: me to, you really just wanted me to co-sign that, that this is the
2: real Keisha White, right? <laughs> right. Well, I know it's the real Keisha White, but I guess the listeners will want to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> i'm not the sort of person who falls and quickly out of love but to you i gain my affection right from the start and if i have a lover who loves me i how could I break such a heart? You can still get my attention, right? From the start. So, why do you Yeah, when you know I got troubles enough? Why do you call me when you know I can't answer the phone? You make me laugh. When Shimna Are you so strong? I'm even
4: switching up my own version.
3: Are <laughs> we the to win some Why do you come here? I am written to be just a by When I need to see you, yeah, and I need to hold you tightly. And I'm gonna also give you a little acapella of my
2: music. Yes, that's that's Keisha White on the entertainment show. Yes, nice voice, big voice. She's sounding sweet. I like her sound.
4: (laughs) (laughs) This one's called Crazy Love Story. And I give you a little sneak. I'm not usually the type cheat Baby, your love is
3: so sweet uh, I'm usually shy, reserved Never the one to creep But you turn me into Into a freak Ooh, I love The way you put it on me The way you touch me like my men don't even know me It's a crazy kind of story It's so wrong But it feels so right. I'll give you the best of me Fulfilling my fantasies
2: story yes <laughs> Keisha, why? oh my god Yo.
4: thank you why and like so I funny. said to, my, <laughs> to all my fans out there show me love I appreciate it so much and you will see me in JA very soon but in the meanwhile you can follow me on Instagram at SoKisha Twitter me at SoKisha and also check out the records, Records um, www.glendevon.com and keep updated with everything that's going on with me
2: yeah, man. And thank you very much. very Thank you very, very, very much, Keisha White, for passing to the entertainment trail. And just keep us posted on what's happening with you. And entertainment trail will surely endorse and promote your music and what's going on with Keisha White. Big up on Records for making this possible.
4: Really good. Thank
2: you very much. Take care.
4: Yeah, man. Take care.
2: Yes, people. Yes, that was a wonderful, wonderful interview. With um, British pop star Keisha White. Yeah, people, entertainment trail spotlight providing you the best of entertainments, best of interviews. You're listening to SOS Radio 95.9, people, don't mistake. You understand? Yeah, we're gonna get into some music because the time is running out. And people, yeah, man, hit us up on entertainment trail, Facebook, entertainment trail, Instagram, people. Yeah, man, you can follow me, Chavane Excalibur Daily on Facebook. That's my personal page, S H A V A N E E S C A L L I B A H D A L E Y. Find me on Facebook, people. Follow me, Entertainment Share for Instagram and Facebook. And as I said, time is going out, time is going, time is going. Right now, we're gonna play. A song from Westlife, and this is a British um, pop group as well. <coughs> Some persons may mistake them for Backstreet Boy, but they're, they're singing a song called Swear It All Over Again, or Swear It Swear Again. But this song is a big, 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 big hit. They didn't really get popular on this side of the, the world, but they were big in Europe, people. Westlife.
1: I was letting go The only joy that I have ever known Girl, they're lying Just look around And all of the people that we used to know Just giving up, they wanna let it go But we're still trying So you should know this love we share Never made to die I'm glad we're on this one-way street Just you and I just you win Share your joy and your pain And you spread it all over again All over again Some people say That everything has got its place and time Even the day must give way to the night But I'm not fighting Cause if you
3: You are now in tune to the Entertainment Trail Spotlight.
5: Is wrong. We should be together back in your arms where I belong Now I finally realize it was forever that I'd found I'd give it all to change the way You
1: should be
5: shaking I should I should
3: You are now in tune to the entertainment trail spotlight.
2: Yes, people, and that was S Club 7, Have You Ever, and that group is also from Britain. Well, I guess a British, I should say, I guess a British group, they're from somewhere in England, UK, India, whatever. Anyway, yes, that was S Club 7 with Have You Ever, and fittingly, we're going to end the show with this song from NSYNC. You know, we couldn't go without playing on NSYNC. Yeah, this song is called entitled Bye Bye People, and I'm saying bye bye to you all until next week. Enjoy NSYNC, and I will see you all on the other side. I guess that when I come back that would be when um, 29 of September I think Or somewhere around there, yeah people, but big up on yourself Enjoy yourself, thanks for tuning in To the Entertainment Show Spotlight right here on SOS Radio 95.9 Big up to all the Jamaicans out there, big up to all the Antilleans out there, big up to all the French people Everybody, big up on yourself, you understand? And thanks for tuning in To Entertainment Show Spotlight right here On SOS Radio 95.9 and we're going out with NSync bye bye. Remember to check us out on social media, people, entertainment trail, Instagram, Entertainment Trail, Facebook. And I Shaveen Daily on Facebook as well. Yeah, people. So see you guys next week. NSYNC, bye-bye.
1: Just give me with the truth now. Girl, you're more than welcome to